You were born with individual strengths and a unique purpose. Don't let fears, false beliefs, or life's happenings diminish your influence. It's time to live and lead for impact. Host Kirsten Ross, expert of transformation, will help you defeat the drama and overcome the trauma that can stop you in your tracks. You'll gain focus, find confidence, and take bold action. Unleash passionate, purposeful you. Let's go. Welcome to Live and Lead for Impact. I'm Kirsten Ross Vogel, your host and team performance pro. I am here with Phil Strazula. Phil is an entrepreneur and the founder of Select Software Reviews, a website dedicated to helping HR and recruiting teams to find and buy the right software through in-depth expert advice. Phil started his career working in venue capital before getting his MBA from Harvard Business School. Welcome, Phil. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining. So I am a human resource professional, actually. And so, you know, for many Many, many years. And so I'm kind of excited to hear hear about your work. Uh, and, and certainly over the course of my career, software has become more integrated into all of the HR stuff and certainly recruiting. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to hear. So tell me more about your work and the impact that you're making with it in the world. Yeah, sure. And yeah, I, I noticed all the, the lovely uh, SHRM certifications after your name with first <laughs> connected on LinkedIn. Um, so I, I run a website called Select Software Reviews where we basically, we have, we have a team of 10 people now that all we do is research HR technology. So everything from the sort of blocking and tackling, like paying people and ATSs through the more advanced stuff like people analytics and using artificial intelligence to source candidates or vet people or schedule or, or whatever. The basic idea is that this stuff is changing really quickly. It's becoming, to your point, more and more important for people's jobs. And it's really complicated and expensive and you can fall into lots of pitfalls. So we do the research, we put it on our site for free. We've got a community where you can ask questions You've even got a job board if you're looking for what's next in your career. And then the way our business makes money is we have advertising on the site. In terms of impact, around 100,000 companies a month use our research to figure out what systems to buy. And that number, thankfully, has grown a lot. We just started about three and a half years ago. So every month, it seems to be growing and growing thanks to people helping us spread the word. That's awesome. So do you also include like where to post jobs kind of things? I mean, there's all kinds of different software to, you know, for applicant tracking etc. But I feel like one of the little snafus in recruiting right now, I mean, of course, we have a super tight job market. So there aren't as many active job seekers as it is. But it also feels like all the job boards, it's just a little more difficult to to kind of connect, you know, between the job poster and the and the candidates who are looking. Do you also do anything with that as well? We do for certain areas. So we have listings on our site for diversity job boards, for remote job boards. And as I mentioned, we have this people ops job board that has all these really forward thinking HR jobs. We also do have a general like best job boards, but it's kind of like your obvious stuff like Indeed, LinkedIn, et cetera. Um, and, and then we've got a couple of interviews with HR people around like, here's how I you know, get reach and, and whatnot. And then we also have the applicant tracking systems, many of which will actually help you to distribute your jobs, whether it's through just sort of blasting it out or more sophisticated programmatic type stuff. And then the other thing on the talent sourcing side is there's all these really interesting tools that you can use 
to find and message candidates. LinkedIn recruiters, the one that most people are familiar with, then there's a bunch of others that have an equal or sometimes even larger database with better response rates because everybody's getting spammed on LinkedIn these days. Um, And then there's actually this other kind of category that's interesting where there's basically artificial intelligence that can take your job description and it'll be like, oh, okay, like you're looking for a Java developer with five years of experience who lives in Boston. We're going to go find a bunch of those people. We're going to message them and the people that get back to us, we're going to put them on your calendar. And all you really have to do as a recruiting person is upload that job description. And then when you get candidates say, this is a good person or this is not a good person, which is kind of crazy and cuts down on your time to source drastically if you're a full desk recruiter. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, I I would be really, well, you know, I'm going to have to go check out your site for sure. Um, so, because uh, I think that would be so helpful. Um, so what experiences have motivated you to make this unique impact? So I had started an HR tech company almost 10 years ago at this point. And through building that business, so a lot of times I would spend talking to HR people and I'm not a very good salesperson. So I would just sort of like ask them like, you know, what's going on in your company? What's keeping you up at night, et cetera. And, and most people were talking about technology. And what was frustrating to me is that they were buying a lot of the wrong systems for the wrong reasons. So for example, somebody might have a relationship with their payroll provider and that payroll provider might have an applicant tracking system and they might buy that one just because it's easy and they already have a relationship with that vendor, but it's probably the worst applicant tracking system you've ever seen. And then, you know, your staff, your colleagues, your candidates have to deal with it. So I I just kind of kept seeing these same issues over and over again. And I was like, you know what, like these, these poor decisions on the tools part of your job are hurting your career. They're making it so that the executive team doesn't trust your decision-making. They're making it so you can't recruit the right people. So your company doesn't grow. This is actually like a really big issue. And so I started this video series called Whiteboard Wednesdays, where I would just talk about something for three or four minutes in a video on LinkedIn. And that got popular. And I just really loved doing that. And I thought, could I somehow make this a business? And uh, so I just started doing research into how I might kind of create like a little niche media business. And um, one thing led to another. And here I am three and a half years later. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and how fun. Yeah, just those short little snippets on on LinkedIn sharing valuable information. Sounds like it was the start. It was. Yeah. And I, I got to give a shout out to all the people that liked and shared those videos because that's kind of what kept me going uh, week after week for <laughs> hundreds of videos, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. That's great. So what current challenge stands in the way uh, for you personally in making your bigger, bolder impact? And we're going to create some strategies around that. And uh, so a quick little bit of coaching with me so that um, it can help you and then serve our listeners. So is there a, a, a challenge, a personal challenge? Yeah, I, I think personally, I am probably not as aggressive as I should be. I'm somebody that, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, right? Like I'm taking a risk, but I am not as risk hungry as many of my peers. And so, you know, our business has been profitable kind of since day one and or not day one, but maybe day 180, which is pretty decent. And we've grown through revenues and all that stuff and kind of grown at a very measured pace. And I think that the the opportunity is is quite large in front of us. I mean, 100,000 companies a month is great, but how many millions of companies every quarter are buying new systems? 
and how do we get in front of those people? And so in order to kind of capture that broader market, I think we need to be, we need to take more risks as a business. And uh, that's something that personally, <laughs> I sort of like to, I like to take a lot of risk, but like measured risk, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I hear a couple of things in what you're saying in one um, comparison. So I think, you know, you and I are just meeting, but uh, if I were to coach you, I'd say, uh, get clear on your own goals and not based on comparisons of others, you know, and that risk reward, uh, we only, you know, we need to use our personal knowledge, our personal current life, you know, life circumstances too, to set realistic ex- expectations. Um, based on what really works for us. I mean, we can always doing that comparison game, I think can get us into <laughs> lots of challenges. Cause there are some people that are just putting everything on the line and have no life balance and are just going for the gusto. And you can see it in the numbers, but um, we each have to decide, you know, how much do we want to, um, to give to the business. So I guess that's one thing I would say is, um, you know, step back and, and, um, you know, take that time to visualize what you want. And I always encourage to, uh, you don't just create a business. You, especially when we're entrepreneurs, you create, um, business and life. And so how do you want business and life to work together? And what's the blend of all of that? And then from there, like I said, those realistic expectations, you know, I think back, I actually started my business, uh, to get out of an abusive marriage. So I was going to be a single mom. So my goals at that time were very different because it was certainly around um, needing some life balance. And, um, you know, I wasn't going to be traveling a lot and doing those kinds of things way back then. You know, this is, you know, 20 years ago. So uh, empty nester now, different phase of life. So, um, but anyway, based on our phase of life, you know, setting goals based on that. Does that resonate at all? It does. Yeah. Especially the part around comparison to others, because I think that we're all so different, right? Like some people, they need to take the biggest risk. Some people need safety and um, obviously somewhere in between. And the other point that resonates for sure is this, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, probably more so than other careers, you are mixing your work and life a lot. And you have to make a decision about how much life do you want and how much work do you want? Um, And I guess for me, you know, I've got like a six month old son and I just love spending time with, with him and the rest of my family. And so it's really important for me to have things outside of just building my my website and getting to the next milestone. 100%. Oh my gosh. And see, I'm going to be that old sage right now. <laughs> you know, as I shared, I'm an empty nester now. Uh, my boys live in Chicago. So they're like about four hours away from me now. And, uh, you know, so it's a different life. And one thing that I do not regret is every moment that I invested in spending time with them. And I absolutely made sacrifices to make that happen and no regrets. So um, you have a six-month-old, man, just soak up that time. You know, and I know a million people tell you this, like it's it's a click of a finger when you look backwards and it's so mm-hmm. true, but um, you will never regret the time and this, any sacrifices that you make to create all those memories and the foundation that you're creating now for a very important relationship as, as um, you know, there are pros and cons and beautiful things and challenges of every stage of life with your kids. And right now is where you're creating that trust and the, the strong foundation of a relationship as you need to communicate and go through tough things like we all do. So um, that's what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> that's good to hear. I'll keep that in mind, honestly, when I'm going about my day and trying to <laughs> figure out, do I try to answer, you know, five more emails or go for a walk 
with Luke. Yes. And be present, be present in those moments. Yeah. You, you don't get them back. All right. So now though, let's take a quick look at building a high performing team. So, so sometimes risk is taking on the expense of bringing in team members, but what that allows us to do is then delegate work. And so, you know, is it possibly time because we can build while still having good life balance as entrepreneurs? Um, if we, if we build that team and it can be scary, uh, and well, of course you're like looking at the software that's helping HR people, but, um, but are there, you know, duties, uh, tasks that you should be delegating to others? So, you know, I heard you talking about answering emails, et cetera. So a way to decide if it's time and if you haven't done this already, start to create some lists of the activities that you're engaged in that really someone else would be better suited for. What do you, you know, as again, the beauty of being an entrepreneur and it's your own business is you get to decide how you spend your time in the business and on the business. So there's designing the business and then there's the work of the business. So which are the tasks, the visioning and all of that do you want? And then where do you want to start creating the list of the things that you hope to delegate either now to current people that you have? get better at delegating. And I have the six simple steps of great delegation that makes it super easy to ignite team follow through and, and be a powerful uh, delegator. But so create that list of things that might be that answering the emails, et cetera. So they still get done, but it doesn't have to be you. So it's one, the things that you or others on the team, um, you could elevate the tasks that you're involved in and, and spend more time in your own strengths if you recapture time by delegating duties to others. And then the other thing is, what are some of the things that aren't happening at all in the business? Because no one has had time, but it would be really important in moving the business forward to where you want it to go. So that list starts to create the job positions. Now you're going to look at those tasks and see like, would they fit well in one human or do you know, do we maybe need a few different humans? Um, and then look at the number of hours, et cetera. And then from there, you can decide if you need part-time, full-time, just outsourcing, et cetera. But what would make most sense of all these tasks? And then of course, you know where to post and, and the resources for all of that. But, and then it's using really, you know, good sifting and behavioral based interviewing, et cetera, to make sure that they're a fit on your team. So you can have it both. You can have some good life balance and still build uh, in a way that works for you. Yeah, I like that. One of my quarterly goals <clears throat> for myself is to not do stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which basically means as opposed to running an A-B test or building a you know email cadence or whatever, telling somebody else, how to do it and, and to do it and giving them success metrics and a little bit of advice to be successful. And it, it's going okay. I mean, there, there's so many things in our business and we're kind of growing. And so there's, there's always things that come up and, and some of those things are things that only I can do, but, uh, slowly but surely we're sort of, you know, getting SOPs in place as well as getting the right people in place to do those things. And, and now I've actually started to look at my personal life. And understand what are the things that I could outsource there, whether it's, you know, booking travel or I don't know, finding on baby toy or whatever, <laughs> like all these things um, that maybe I could just, you know, have somebody else do that stuff for me. I think the, one of the biggest issues is you kind of have to give people like, you know, a credit card or, or something like that, which is a little scary, but um, otherwise it's <clears throat> kind of a nice thing to take these administrative tasks off your plate. 100%. Yes. And I love that you're already thinking in that in that way too. Yes. Personal activities, anything that we can outsource so that we're powerfully choosing how we get to use our time and really focusing on what's most important to us. I think a lot of people, like it's, 
we don't think about like our, our time and our minutes. That's our money. That's our currency. And yeah. so we have a vision of what's most important to us, but in our life, is it aligned with that vision? And we have to be powerful kind of no-sayers <laughs> to, to design the life that we want because so much comes at us and there are so many needs. And so being really intentional with our time is so important and uh, saying yes and no in a way that's aligned with the vision that we're creating is, is how we get there. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. It's hard to, especially if you think you're the best person to do something, uh, to delegate it and to be okay with whatever outcome happens. But it's really essential because otherwise you don't have, like in, in my case, like I don't have a business if I can't delegate. Um, if I'm trying to do everything, then I'm, I'm just, you know, a, a one man wrecking crew and that doesn't scale. And it also leads to a very scattered work life. Exactly. Well, for anyone, you know, we increase our circle of influences as business owners by powerfully delegating. Now there are keys to doing, to delegating well, cause you still want to hold people accountable to specific expectations. So you get to set the standards, the deadlines, et cetera. And then, um, you know, hopefully it's an engaged team. It's not through, you know, fear or consequences, but an engaged team who's excited to be a part of this big thing um, and help to make it happen. But if they're a coordinated extension of you, yeah, you get to make more impact, make more things happen. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, we've we've tried to create the right culture where people, they have the necessary tools and direction and they're sort of proud of the impact that they're making, right? Because that's kind of, we're all motivated by this thing that you've honed in on of how our, our efforts actually like meaning in the world. And uh, obviously you got to do some stuff that's not the most fun in the world, but at the end of the day, you should feel really good about what you're doing. Yes. And hopefully everyone's spending any, you know, time in their areas of strength. And that's the beautiful thing. We're all wired differently and we all have different strengths. And so uh, there's someone who would absolutely love to answer emails and do those kinds of things. <laughs> um, it would light them up. So, um, so yeah, so that's awesome. And I heard you talk about SOPs and those standard operating procedures. You know, that's the other cool thing is as we bring other people on and need to teach them, it requires us to document or at least do that knowledge transfer. And then that person can document as they learn. That's kind of an efficient way sometimes to get things documented. But ultimately, yeah, you want those good, um, good documentation of your processes anyway, and then take a look at your processes and see if there's ways to make them more efficient. So, um, well, so thank you so much for sharing that and being a bit vulnerable uh, about what's going on. And um, yes, I'm so excited for you. Enjoy, enjoy that six month old and uh, all the time that you'll be able to carve out. Um, as you're uh, running a successful business. I love Thank it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. We, we definitely so, will do our best. Yeah. Yeah. Just as a reminder, I am talking to Phil and his website is selectsoftwarereviews.com. So that's where you can find his information. And of course, that link will be on today's show notes. But I want to circle back and ask you, what words of wisdom do you have for others who want to make their own impact in the world? It's a really great question. And I think for me, I've always tried to figure out what's resonating with me there's so many things you can do in the world, right? You could be a teacher, you could be a coach, you, you could try to start a business. And for whatever reason, since I was a little kid, like I always looked up to people that started businesses. It just fascinated me. Like, how do you, 
how do you do that? How do you become the CEO of something? And and so for me, it, it was important to follow that pursuit, but then also think about, you know, how, how do I feel good at the end of the day about what we're doing and the people that we're helping? And so I think it's just a lot of introspection, journaling. I'm a big meditator, uh, talking to people in your life that Hopefully you've got one or two people, whether it's a family member or friends who you can talk to about what kind of gets you going or, or what you look at and, and admire and just really pay attention to that stuff because there's something about the way that you're built that makes you drawn to that path and, and you should follow that. You know, it, it's hard sometimes to do that because maybe you have to give up what you're the path that you're on or do something a little bit scary. But I think that at the end of the day, if you're really drawn to something and, and you admire uh, certain types of people, that's a good indicator that that's where you should spend your time. That's awesome. Yeah. And having that passion that ignites us is what will help have the tenacity to, to move mountains, to do that thing too, whatever it is for you. That's yeah, that's exactly right. And that passion, it's innate. Like for some people, you know, they're passionate about, I don't know, playing golf or something like that. And for other people, they, they love sales and, you know, some they're computer programmers, like whatever it is for you, just chase that thing. Yes. It's in you. Don't squelch it. Let that, let that rise and have that be your call to action to uh, to make your own unique impact in the world. Well, thank you so much, Phil. I really appreciate you joining me today. And uh, I really, I'm going to be going and checking out your website and I encourage everyone else who's listening to do the same. You know, even if you're not a human resource professional, you know, if you're an entrepreneur building a team, you need to know uh, the right software to invest in and, and uh, you know, and some of the technology that's available to help you find uh, good people to build your own team. Uh, you know, as we were saying in this job market, it, uh, there are not as many passive job seekers. And so you want to really take advantage of, you know, sourcing to find those really good people and then doing a job, good job sifting of those who might not be a fit and getting to the key people uh, that you'll want to add to your team. So again, it is selectsoftwarereviews.com. And I want to invite you that if you are bumping against any challenges and building your own uh, bigger, bolder impact, hop into the My Impact academy.com can join by two weeks free. Go to myimpactacademy.com forward slash join. And there are tons of audios, videos, PDF downloads, uh, and also time with me every other week via video. So it's live. Uh, you can get your questions answered, etc. Or feel free to grab 30 minutes on my calendar. Go to myimpactacademy.com forward slash book call. And you can just grab 30 minutes. We'll have a chat and see how I might be able to help. So thanks again for listening. If you want more information about Phil, go to uh, today's show notes. You can find those at defeatthedrama.com. Click on that podcast tab and go to episode 298. Thanks again for listening. 